and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today in the podcast, we discuss shitlords, edgelords, and dank memes. But first, a message from our sponsors. Can't build tomorrow's innovation on yesterday's technology, you idiot. Don't even try it. That's why industry leaders, disruptors, and transformers like Cisco, eBay, GE, Marriott, and Verizon, just a couple of small companies, trust the couch-based data platform to power their modern web, mobile, and IoT applications. See for yourself how Couchbase lets you manage billions of records and terabytes of data while supporting millions of users. Go to couchbase.com slash tomorrow to learn more. That's couchbase.com slash tomorrow. USAA is passionate about what they do, ensuring the financial security of the military community and their families. As an employer, USAA creates conditions for employees to succeed. USAA is hiring for customer service reps, designers, developers, insurance, banking, and more. Visit them online and see over 200 jobs available. It's an organization that provides opportunities for you to collaborate, create, and lead. Find your purpose with USAA. Visit usaajobs.com and join the team. My guest today is a fascinating individual, an intelligent man, no a great one has ever writer. Me that. Well, I'm making it up. So, a great writer. And also the host of a show called Radio Motherboard, which is a podcast. I'm, of course, talking about senior reporter at Motherboard, Jason Kebler. Jason, thank you for being here. Thank you. Have we had two Motherboard people on? Did Adrian... In a row. We've yeah. taken over your podcast. This is actually some news, some personnel news, some personal news. Um, so we're going to talk about one of the things that we want, I wanted to talk to you about is, is Donald Trump and the Internet. And we're going to get into that. But, but we were just talking before um, we started and you were saying that you go into these phases of writing about specific topics. Like you get obsessed with them. Would you say obsessed is the right word? Yeah, I think it's the right word. And so the la- what was the last one that you, were, that you were writing on? I was very into the right to repair, and I'm going to continue to be obsessed with that. That's, I put it on the back burner for a while. But I used to report about drones, and I was writing like five or six stories about drones for years. And then I was like, I, I'm over it. I don't like drones. We're, pa- we're peak drone or is past drone, drones. Are drones over? Drones are over. I haven't written about drones in a year. Do you think least. that means that drones are going to be widespread and now they're just going to be commonplace? Or do you think the dr- is a drone is the drone thing a fad? I don't think it's a fad because they're still popular, but there's no news stories about drones that are interesting at all. What like, would it take? What would a drone have to do to get you interested? I think it'd have to knock down a plane. But even that, wow. I mean, even that, like, got dark we've, fast. we've played that out. Like, <laughs> really I've, I've discussed with uh, people, like, what would happen if a drone took down a plane and, you know. Can you even get a drone up that high? I mean, you mean, like, on yeah. takeoff or something? Yeah, on takeoff or landing. I think that's the big concern. But what kind of drone would you use? I mean, I think it'd be an accident. Like, oh, okay. it, it would probably be an accident. It'd be, some, be an idiot, You're like, like I'd flying equi- I'd near. I'd equip the drone with an explosive. Yeah. And fly it up. No, I had, I had never thought about that. You think it would just be an accidental thing? Yeah, I think it'd be accidental. Like a bird in the, the rotor. Exactly. We gave it a drone a knife. We said, go <laughs> ISIS is doing that these days. They're, no, I know. Yeah. I, I, uh, I actually That almost did... brought me back to the game for what it's worth. I yeah. thought that was interesting. That, the, the time story? Not well, the, the time story, but the fact that ISIS is using like DJI Phantoms to... Yeah. Well, the like, Times did a story on that. I did like a little like snippet version of it that I, I was like, this is interesting. And I was like, I'll just throw it up on the site. Um, it was like, I it was literally like midnight or something. And I was drinking. But... um. But I thought this story was super interesting because it's like very William Gibson. It's like very, it's very cyberpunk. Like yeah. they're like retrofitting these like commercially available, you know, like consumer drones with explosives and shit. So the thing that I find interesting about that is not that they're doing that, but that DJI has a bunch of geofences that restrict where you can fly the drones. And so it's like this weird concept of 
ownership and what you're allowed to do with the drones. Oh, interesting. And so they have like a big no-fly zone over Syria and Iraq right now with their drones. And you've written about this? I have not. I didn't. Oh. I ended up not writing about That's it. That's super then. interesting, though. Yeah, maybe I should. You should definitely yeah. write about that. I right. feel like I just learned a very important piece of knowledge. So yep. they must they have to hack them so that they can't. They have to like they either hack them or them. they just don't update them. It's it's like unclear. It's, it's like only the latest versions of the firmware right. don't allow you to fly in Syria. God, that's crazy. Yeah. So interesting too. Actually, when you think about it, like the this is the thing about. I mean, I don't know if you've done it. I know you, motherboard has covered this. I think motherboard has covered the the fingerprint gun debate. You mm -hmm. know, where it's like, wouldn't it make sense to have it be accessible only by fingerprint, which makes perfect sense. But it's interesting to think about the technology controls that are suddenly put on things that are classically outside of the realm of control, right? Like, right. I mean, explosives, obviously, but like the idea is you want to fly an explosive somewhere or whatever. Now you have this other problem where DJI is like, no, sorry, we don't allow you to fly these things in a, in a specific location. Yeah. And it's like, should ISIS be allowed to use the drones that they've purchased to do whatever they want? Probably not, but it's should... Sort of but dovetails should, like, yeah. into your other stuff, the, it does, uh, the, yeah. the right to repair or whatever. That's usually how it works, too. I get very interested in one topic, and then I'm like, oh, wait, this topic about ownership or it just kind of flows into the next thing. And so what I wrote about recently was John Deere owners, John Deere tractor owners in Nebraska have been hacking their tractors with Ukrainian software because John Deere won't allow them to repair their own tractors, which they've been doing for hundreds of years. That's and, crazy. Yeah. So I like. So what? What is the John Deere uh, position on that? Like, what are they? Why wouldn't they let people repair their own tractors? So maybe ten years ago or so, they started putting software locks on, say, like the transmission or the engine or all these sensors that you need to run a tractor. And their position is, if they can prevent individuals from repairing their tractors, they can, they have to get them repaired at a John Deere dealership. And so it's just, it's good. Yeah, business. it's good business. They're right. making tons of money off it. It's the same thing with an, it's the same thing with an iPhone. You know, you break your screen. Apple wants you to bring it back to them, but the guy down the street can do it for half the price. Right. But isn't the guy down the street always? Doesn't he always replace it in a in a with a terrible screen? Well, that's part of this whole like right to repair debate. Is there's like legislation moving through eight states right now and. Uh, what it would do is require Apple or John Deere or IBM to sell replacement parts. It's sort of crazy, yeah. right? Like you could – like if you buy a, a, an oven, right, or, you know, an appliance, like you can get every part of it repaired. I mean you can buy every part of it. Right. Um, the idea that you would spend like $1,000 on a phone and then you can't, like that it can only be repaired by Apple, you have no access to it, is kind of annoying. I didn't really yeah. thought that much about it because I never – I've only broken one iPhone. Yeah. It pisses people off, though. Like, it's a big topic, and it's kind of complex because uh, if you break your screen on your iPhone 7, you can't replace the home button because there's software on it that doesn't allow you to do so. And so you have to take it to Apple. Because, and, of, the, because of the fingerprinting. Because of the fingerprinting and right. the secure enclave that's in it and stuff like that. So it's like so Apple's argument is like— So you break the screen, like, you can't just swap the screen out because it would, you mean, it would mean you could swap the fingerprint scanner out as well, and then you could access the phone? So, no, actually, you can't, but that's, I think, it's really weird because Apple will never talk about it, and I've spent two years trying to get Apple to talk to me about this, like, sent them 30 emails or something, no yeah. response. They're not that talkative. They're not, yeah, not super talkative. They like talkative. very controlled, very clear messaging. They're not yeah. big fans of, like, off-the-cuff conversations. Yeah, I've been talking to a lot of geniuses off the record and on background and stuff. And what do they um, say? I mean, a lot of them are annoyed because customers come in, they've, 
it usually happens in like the Midwest because there's one Apple store in all of Nebraska, for instance. And so you break your phone in some corner of Nebraska, you drive three hours to the Apple store, they don't have an appointment. And like, then it costs $200 to get your phone fixed and they're super pissed. Yeah. Like people take out, like people stay at hotels to get their phones fixed right. in Nebraska. Yeah, that's, and like, really? Virginia. Yeah. That's heard, crazy. Yeah. And so. Because otherwise I guess you have to mail them. Can you imagine yeah. being a farmer and being like, you don't own your seeds and you can't plant them. You can't fix your tractor or your car, yeah. your phone, yeah. and you don't get health care. So don't heal. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad. It's bad in the Midwest. Like what's Not going good, on out yeah. there? Can't, I mean, literally they're cut off at every... I guess it is tough for uh, for white the white working class. Hey, there's non-white farmers. Well, yeah, but you know, like Nebraska, a lot of white farmers. I, I guess. watched one of the uh, like state. Sorry, I watched one of the state legislature like hearings about this. I did not see any uh, black people. Yeah, yeah, it's not a surprising. lot of white people. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I think like yes, there are, of course there are many diverse farmers in America, but I think we can agree that like in certain areas there are probably a lot of white. It was it was a guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely a gotcha yeah. moment. So this is interesting. So you were like, so this thing about the the right to, right to repair is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what they're calling it. I mean, fair repair is another thing. I think right to repair is really stuck. Yeah, I I think it's interesting though because we've moved really far away from. I mean, you, know, you think about like the PC, PC culture, and I know there's still a kind of a thriving community of PC enthusiasts, but that idea that like you can swap in any. And I guess Apple kind of talked about this this week. They were talking about how they screwed up with the Mac Pro. But, like, the idea that you can put in any graphics card you want and whatever RAM you want and, like, you know, swap the hard drive out, that has become something that's, like, pretty alien to what we think of when we think of technology, right? It used to be, like, you can upgrade your car. Like, you can do all these different things to the exhaust or the engine or whatever. That was how we saw computing power. And now it's, like, these very homogenous, sealed, literally sealed devices. I mean, is that – does that speak to, like, kind of a broader – philosophical change in people where like we just expect we don't have any expectation that we have access i don't know that it's a philosophical change in people i think it's more of a cash grab by companies um apple in the quest to make things thinner has made things harder to repair and a byproduct of that has been they sort of dictate what you can and can't do with your macbook uh, they but do you think they did that on purpose I, i'm not sure i don't like, i don't think that they did it on purpose but it was a side effect and it's been a lucrative one like uh, the iPhone, the smartphone repair business is like $1 billion and Apple ha takes a huge chunk out of that. Like, interesting. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think people still do get up in arms about this. Like, uh, I got into this actually like four or five years ago when I was at a hotel and I was sleeping with my MacBook as I usually do. Sleeping with it. Sleeping with it. Sleeping like with it on bed my with bed. You. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not, uh, I don't know where what else happens. that yeah right That's and i sense. kicked it off the bed and it landed on a chair and the lcd screens uh the lcd cracked and i you went, really kicked it hard i huh? get it landed on a chair it oh, landed, oh, yeah i see it okay. landed it was very unfortunate That's but rough. i wanted to get a fix and it was gonna be 800 to get a fix at the apple store and like 700 to get a fix anywhere else and i went on ebay and it, the lcd screen part was 50 dollars hmm and I but was then like, you have to do it yourself. You have right? to do it yourself. And I, was, I mean, I was like a college student. I was like, I guess I got to try this. Like, I didn't have seven hundred dollars, but I had fifty bucks. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like, it took twelve hours to do it. I had like exacto knives and like things to pry open the screens, which is not what you're supposed to do at all. Like, right. there's highly specialized uh, tools. tools that you yeah. can use. But yeah. uh, did you cry at all during the process? Uh, I didn't, but I I fell asleep with like 
my MacBook in like 9,000 parts. Like there were screws everywhere. Oh, and uh, it made a really bad clicking noise when I got it put back together. And like <laughs> I had like three screws left, which is never a good oh, thing. Oh, that's always bad. Yeah. And it's like, You're oh, like, where unclear. did these go? Yeah. The most complicated IKEA furniture of all time. Yeah. It's like you end up with like a bolt. You're like, this definitely is important. Yeah. But did it work? It worked, yeah, and it worked for like four years, and I just sold it how to good some did... sucker on eBay the it's other like, day. You're like, check out this perfect <laughs> condition. But yeah. how good did it feel Amazing. To, like, to, to replace the screen on your own? That's uh, like a huge it, accomplishment for yeah, a human being. Yeah, I feel like my dad would be very proud. Yeah. Like, it was very uh mechanical thing that I did. No, I've, I've uh, so when you were describing it, like, I've definitely been in situations where, um, I, I mean, I grew up, like, being real. I was like a, you know, nerd. And I was, like, really into building PCs and the concept of, like, these, like, swappable sort of components. And But I definitely have been in situations where I was doing something where it's, like, your dip switches. I don't know if you're familiar with, like, dip switches. Or they, they, Is that the thing you stick in the engine for that's no, a dip they're stick? No, like, they're, like, little things that you flip. But then there's also these um, – um, uh, I'm why I'm blanking on the name of them right now. But there are these little things that a lot of uh, PC hardware used to have, which were these um, – Tiny little black. I'm blanking. They have a name. I wish I could think of it. And they are they join together like certain pieces of circuitry, so you can like it's like okay on or off essentially. Mm -hmm. And there's like six settings. Like a hard drive will have like this is the master drive or this is the slave drive. And so you could so when you build a PC, you have all these tiny little pieces that you need to like kind of clip in and clip out. And I remember like very distinctly. Sorry, I'm just now just rambling about this. No, I like, I like this story. Getting to a moment where it was like I had like a needle nose pliers and I was holding the drive with some other thing and like trying to get this fucking wire into the back of it while like moving this other piece. And I was like, I felt the kind of frustration you feel like when you're going to burst into tears, you know, like why does this have to be so hard? I feel a similar frustration when I'm buttoning my shirt sometimes <laughs> I, or putting my socks on. You ever do this? Oh, You're like, <laughs> I, I get dressed like immediately after I get out of the shower, and then I spend like 25 minutes just waiting to put my socks and shoes on. It's the worst God, part. A damp. Is it? Is that like a tall person? No, problem, yeah, or? like a damp, a damp foot and a sock, a dry sock and damp foot. Not like, good. No, it's terrible. Yeah. It's like a nightmare scenario. But that's how I feel. Like that's, and I'm just thinking, hearing your story and thinking about that monitor. There, the screen being exposed and you having to like, it's yeah. kind of nightmare. The thing I learned while I was doing it though was that I wasn't being hard enough on the electronics. Like they can kind of withstand like some pressure and like yeah. crying and stuff that I, I didn't think they could. There's always been this belief that like electronics are like these really sensitive. Like I remember like you'd get um, RAM, you know, like memory chips and it would be like you couldn't touch the connectors and I never really paid any attention to that and nothing ever happened. And it was like they put them in these little like, you know, anti-static bags. And it's like, you know what? Like shit generally, it's very uncommon that like somehow you zap something with static electricity and it never works again. I've had that happen zero times and I've built like 50 computers. So I, I feel like that's kind of bullshit. Ryan, it looks like you want to chime in on this. Have you built some PCs? Um, I was going to say I ha always have those like grounding bracelets or whatever. Oh, you and then use those? Oh, I never those are for nerds. Point, those are yeah, for nerds. <laughs> right? At some Look point, at John. you them out. John is disgusted by your story. But I, all I'm saying is prepare for email and tweets saying <laughs> one time. Listen, I had an argument with people on Hacker News today, so it doesn't really... Yeah, I'm ready for fucking They're anything gunning. at yeah. this point. Somebody told me that our website was bad because it couldn't fit on a floppy drive. A floppy disk, sorry. What? I was like, are you seriously like a... Is, is this about the web is ugly story? Yeah, the or? web is ugly story. I yeah. really like that story. It's a Thank great you. story. It was Thank written you. by a Vice guy. Ex, yeah. Ex oh, yeah, Vice yeah. guy, yeah. I, 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 uh, sorry, I don't mean to segue into no, this. No, we can segue if you want. It I, was I'm, fascinating. Yeah, well, so we wrote the story, the web is shit. The web looks like shit, which it does. And people were like, 
funny coming from you guys. And it's like, no, you don't understand. We made all these choices. Like, if you don't like the purple background, like, I totally get it. But we want it to be a purple background. And, like, and like aesthetically, you may not enjoy that, but we think it's cool. And it's, like, no advertiser forces in doing it. The article is actually about, like, these forced compromises that you have no – that the web – the people on the web have had no decision-making power in. Anyhow, uh, I have never had an argument on Hacker News – I've read it for a long time, but I never really participated. I don't know if you're a participant. I have had arguments on Hacker News. It's a very different type of argument than like a Reddit argument, so, I think. So one of the first things that was that somebody was like, the web sucks now. I used – when the web was my 56K modem and my uh, Pentium 3 computer, it, would, it the web was blazing fast. And now it's slow. And it's like, you mean when it was all fucking text? Like, yeah, it, I'm sure it was very fast. <laughs> um but then there were people who were like, you know, aesthetically they couldn't – like they didn't like it and they couldn't get around the idea that there wasn't an empirical like – we were making an empirical judgment about like aesthetics. We were talking about like bad ads and like bad user pa- – like dark patterns and stuff. But, Scripts um, and ads and pop-ups. And- yeah, and shit that's like really offensive and really um, – you know, we do stuff that's like I think rel- – I'm not – look, we're not in a glass house. Like certainly there are things that we can make better. I think everybody can, but like we're actually thinking about how do we make it better, and I feel like most people don't have a choice because the internet's such a disgusting place that's basically controlled by a, a bot, a botnet of advertisers at this point. Do you ever like accidentally click on like an IB Times or like Washington Times link, and you're just like, oh god, like I may as well have gone to like a porn torrent site or yeah, something? Yeah, like like we think that like you think that like Forbes is bad, right? Where it's like makes you wait to read like a, a message. It is bad. No, it is bad. <laughs> but then you go on like IB, IBT or Washington Examiner or whatever the fuck it is, yeah. Washington Times, and it's like apocalyptic. It is. It's, it's not like, good. You can't, <laughs> you can't fucking read a story. Yeah. Like you can't get to the story. Yeah. And and people don't. I don't know. I mean, I think in media we're we're a little like. I think we have a more of a sensitivity to this. I don't know. Do we like? I, 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 I like, I like all do. the time when we tweet something and like someone doesn't have a great experience on our website because we have a pop up or something's not working right. Like a lot of people get very angry. Yeah. So, well, people get angry a lot on the internet. Yeah. It's actually a really good segue into the top. One of the things that I want to talk to you about. It is. Could could we talk really quickly about this in the ugly web though? Like yes, a little bit definitely, more. Definitely. So I don't want to. I love talking about. Yeah, it. I don't want to give away my content necessarily, but I've been like wondering this for a long time and wondering if you've had this problem. I'm something of like a power user of Chrome and I don't have a great laptop, but I have a somewhat recent laptop and I open like 40 or 50 tabs at a time. Oh, maybe you're, one more. Of the, you're a tab person. I'm a tab guy. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Adrian gets triggered like when she sees no, my desktop tabs are crazy. It's, I see now uh, Elias Rothblatt who works here is, uh, I just saw his tabs recently and it's, uh, a disgusting situation. I mean, it's like those tiny little, you can't, yeah, you can't see, see the icons the, You don't know all. what it is. Yeah, that's my life all that's the time. a nightmare. You're living in a nightmarish world right now. The thing is that Chrome allows this to happen and it just like kills your computer. It gets to the point like it's working, it's working, it's working. Okay, the computer is completely done. Yeah. And I feel like uh, Chrome doesn't handle the memory like allocation properly. And I think a lot of that has to do with like one or two tabs are using like three gigs of RAM. Like I go into Activity Monitor and there's like yeah. a, a gig or two going on. I'm very curious what? what's going on there. And what are, I mean, what are the, well, what do you, do you, can you think of the sites you, that you're on? You can't tell. Like it just says it's a Google Chrome helper if you open up Activity oh, yeah, Monitor. Yeah, it's like yeah. 80 instances of that. And then like two or three of them just have like 
Well, I think, I think also I will say I think that um, Apple has done something where they are like specifically calling out Chrome. Like they want Chrome to perform badly on yeah, their computers. I just switched to Opera. It's You did? Yeah, I feel really weird about it, but it's it's been pretty good. Really? Yeah. It's much better. It's much faster than Chrome on, on is it, Mac. Is it based on WebKit now or is it still its, it's based own... on WebKit, so it's still oh, it okay. still takes up a lot of uh, memory. Yeah, but so I don't I don't know the ins and outs. I'm not like a programmer. But WebKit but... is like kind of at this point, I mean, it's kind of a standard. Yeah. It is a standard. Is, is Chrome not based on WebKit? No, Chrome is very much okay. based on WebKit. Yeah, yeah. Um but I Opera for a long time had its own uh its own architecture. Yeah, I hear Opera is owned by the Chinese now as well. That sounds right. Which uh, they're definitely getting all. Yeah, everyone was like, it has a free VPN in there, and I was like, just Do so you not know, nothing that. is free, but trouble. <laughs> yeah, trouble is is exactly what is free. Uh, I would not be using Opera if I were you, but I'm not. Get, I'm not endorsing any yeah. other product here. I will all say right. Chrome. Like Google is a really they're really good at making some things, and like I feel like they did a pretty good job with Chrome. But yeah. to your point, but then again, if you have seventy fucking tabs open or whatever. That's, it's like, your, that's I, your problem, I, I think isn't it's it? my problem, but I can't fix it. I feel like there should be a computer that is capable of handling, like, these various... What, like, there is. I it's, think a, it, it's a PC, like a desktop PC that with, like, a really sick CPU and a really sick graphics card. All right. And a ton of RAM. And I'm going to play no games on it and just read, like, 60... Like, no, it, honestly, can I say But I'll tell you this. I got a Surface because I got the new MacBook... Uh, which sucks, the MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. which was ironically stolen. Unrepairable, by the way. <laughs> can't replace almost it's anything a, in it's it. It's a piece of garbage. That doesn't matter because, yeah. like, it's, you can't, it's a piece of shit anyhow. So, like, but here's the thing. Are you saying keep it to the thief? <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, I actually was, like, kind of, like, this is sort of a blessing of disguise. I could get the insurance money for it and <laughs> and just, like, put it back in the bank. Yeah, I'm not even joking. I bought a Surface Pro 4 afterwards because I was, like, so f- annoyed and I got like the mid-level version and browsing the internet is so much fucking faster on a PC than a Mac on Chrome. It's like not even funny. It's a, compl- a night and day. In fact, like many things about the computer are faster. That is like my main computer for the most part now, which is insane. A lot of motherboard has switched to PC of late. Like, So, I mean, people here, yeah. our video guys are all working on PCs now. It's just like, I mean, that's yeah. pretty weird. I mean, considering how media has worked the last like ten years, everyone's on Mac. But yeah, it's a it's a big switch. I think it's a I think it's a kind of a, a very telling sign for Apple yeah. that like it's no longer like it's not like a badge of honor to have a Mac. I think it used to be like this kind of thing where it's like the cool computer, like the night this clean computer. I feel like Windows is. I mean, it's a shit show, but it's kind of like a you can like deal with it. Yeah, I have a Surface. Book Pro, yeah, I think the one with the little the one that curved. like you clicks in and you can open it and you can yeah, it's like a laptop. It's like a MacBook, but Windows it's version. The, but it's the with like the, the little like a curved, yeah, hinge. yeah. It's got like yeah. a hinge. It's it's kind yeah. of it's cool. I don't like it that much though. But really? I, we don't need to get into it. Okay, so it's, it's fine. About, yeah, should we I take a break, Ryan? Should we take a a quick break? We're gonna we take a, a commercial break. We'll talk about the memes. We're gonna and then we're gonna get into some memes. We'll be right back. are meant to help you see better, right? Sure, I know. You're thinking, of course, what else would they be meant to do? But then why is it that all too often scratches, smudges, and glares on your lenses obstruct your vision and inhibit you from seeing clearly? Doesn't that sort of defeat the purpose? 
Thankfully, Crizol no glare lenses give you the clearest vision possible by offering resistance to scratches and smudges, meaning no more fingerprints from taking your glasses on and off or scuffs from cleaning your lenses on your shirt. Plus, Crizol lenses even protect your eyes from the glare of digital screens and the harmful effects of blue-violet light, helping you to safeguard them from potential damage. It's a huge added bonus for those of us who work with technology every day, like myself. And get this, because Crizol no-glare lenses stay clear and reduce distracting glare, your friends and family can actually see your eyes, not just your glasses. So what are you waiting for? Look better, feel better, and most importantly, be prepared for whatever comes your way with clear vision. Just go to Crizol.com to learn more. That's C-R-I-Z-A-L.com and start living life in the clear. If you're running an e-commerce business, Whiplash is your virtual warehouse. You send your products to a Whiplash facility so that when your orders come in, Whiplash packs and ships them just like you would, but faster and cheaper. Leave the logistical hassle of order fulfillment to them and save money on shipping costs while doing so. Holiday sales should not be stressful. Next time, get Whiplash. They've got facilities in Detroit, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and London. And listeners to this podcast can get $100 credit when signing up at getwhiplash.com slash tomorrow. We're back with Jason Kebler, and he's just revealed to me an extremely shocking fact that I'm going to want to hear a lot more about. He said, you said that there's another Jason Kebler. There's one other, yes. In in existence. I believe so. Maybe there, maybe there is another. And what did you just say about him? Uh, he copied my life. Okay. Well, you... so he, he owns JasonKebler.com. He owns Jason Kebler, like at Jason Kebler on Twitter. Like he was a first mover. He's a little older than me. But uh, I studied abroad in Chile, like, 10 years ago or whenever I was in college. Uh, and he messaged, he friended me on Facebook cause we had the same name. And then he messaged me and he was like, Hey man, like, uh, Chile looks pretty cool. And like three weeks later, I was like, yeah, it was great. Three weeks later he moved there. No. Yeah. He just moved there. <laughs> <laughs> like he was taking pictures in like all the same places I was. Really? Was weird. Yeah. He have doesn't ever, look anything like me. Have though. you ever written about this? Is that him right there? Oh, yeah, I know. I think I, I, that's think I, him. I think I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. What does he do? <laughs> he's chasing Kev. Yeah. Part two. He uh, He's from Wisconsin, has a ska band. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just like you. Just like me. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Maryland, just oh, outside uh, D.C. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Maryland, great area. Yeah, it's good. Uh, near Virginia. Near Virginia, but yet not Virginia. Tobacco, are there tobacco farms in Maryland? There are, yeah. I went you know, on you many know, field trips when I was younger. Crabs. Yeah. Like crabs That's in Maryland. Thing. Crabs, Old Bay. Is that where Old Bay is from? Old Bay is from the, Maryland. The do, you, do you like the seasoning? That's yeah, what, that's you know, our most... I like the concept of it. I can't in my mind. I'm trying to think of what it tastes like. It tastes like crabs. Does it? Is it well, made from crabs? It's not made from crabs, but every crab has Old Bay on it. And yeah. So I think you. Yeah. I'm not a big crab fan. They're good. I think they're okay. I feel they're like, a lot of work. I feel like um, there's a real insect quality to a crab, lobster, shrimp, all very insecty. By the way, I like insects. I just don't feel like eating them. Yeah. You know? I'd rather yeah. hang out with them. Everyone in Shark Tank disagrees with you. Uh, what does that mean? They're always pitching like cricket protein. <laughs> Fucking hate Shark Tank. Anyhow, uh, it's one of the worst shows on television. It is very watchable, though. I'll say that. Um, there are people, you hear them talk, and you're like, I, how did you get rich? You seem to not know anything. And yet, are you talking about Kevin? Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. I don't even know why. Why? Sorry, this is an off topic. All right, let's get to the meat. So you just wrote this story 
the secret chat rooms where Donald Trump memes are born. I did. Can we talk about that? I would explain love this, to explain this to the tomorrow listener. They have not. They don't know anything about this. They haven't read the story yet. Take us on a little trip into the into this world. Okay. So remember during the election when Hillary Clinton stood in front of presumably some crowd and talked about Pepe the Frog. Do you do you like recall this? Mm, I don't. Not not really. She gave like one very. I don't know if it's famous. I, but I remember her talking about called, the alt right. She called people deplorable, and she did yeah, yes, the, the alt right speech. Yeah. And she's and then like there's a blog post on her website that had Pepe the Frog, this like green ugly frog that, and said this guy is a hate symbol. He is a Nazi. He's part of the alt right. Yeah. I don't think she said the word Nazi because Can, she you was mean too on her calculated. website, but not in, during the speech. I don't know if Pepe. She didn't mention Pepe. During okay. The well, I mean, I there's, would, there's I, a blog post on HillaryClinton.com. In any case, I would know. Hold on. Can I just pause you for a second? Because yes. um, Pepe, I just want to say before all of this alt right bullshit, Pepe was my one of my favorite memes. Somebody made a somebody made a Pepe that looks just like me. In fact, and like now I can never show it. <laughs> they like took my avatar, my Twitter avatar, and did a Pepe. That's exactly the same, but now I can never show it to anybody because it's become a symbol of hate. Well, before before the all right stuff, Pepe had been taken over by the normies, as they say, and like it became this weird. What are the normies? Can you? The normies are the normal people who like share like minion memes or just like normal memes on Facebook, like your mom's version of a meme, like me. You're not a normie. Doge put Doge up there. Is he a normie meme? I don't know what that is. Do- oh, Doge, Doge, Doge. Yes, Doge is incredibly normy. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, yeah, I'm, or, uh, I'm post Doge. Yeah, well, everybody's post <laughs> yeah. Doge now, but yeah. Doge, nobody knows what happened to him. Yeah. Um, but that's a very normy. A lot of people with Doges now, though. Like, I feel like it's going to have that 12 year, like, the dog yeah, the dog. Type. Yes, yeah, the dog. That's type. right. Uh, yeah, so, anyways, um, after Trump won the election, there were all these attempts to explain why Trump won the election. And a lot of it came back to this idea that. Somehow 4chan and Reddit, like r slash the Donald, which is this subreddit on, yeah. yeah like we wrote deep about, we wrote about yeah. this yes. uh, early um, early on in the outline's existence about how we we don't think that memes had any huge impact on the election. Yes, I, I also don't think that it did. <laughs> right, However, right. Uh, there have been like, there is a cover story in Time Magazine, which you guys talked on about on an earlier podcast. I just listened to, um, that was like, yeah, the, the all right trolls and their memes helped Donald Trump win. Right. And the narrative going around there is that somehow this is like meme magic. There's like some element of like Russian bots and trolls. And it's like unclear where this comes from. Well, the media is very extremely stupid and bad. And sorry, I don't, I don't want to interrupt, but I just want to say the media uh, I mean, just this week, it's like the Times. It's like, who is Mike Cernovich? And like, you know, 60 Minutes put Cernovich on television and they're so fucking stupid. Like, they don't even know how to talk to him. And Mike Cernovich is like a complete fucking nobody loser who nobody cares about and doesn't know anything. And is just a huge troll. Like, he's a, he's a Pua. He's like a Gamergate Pua fucking troll nobody. Like, let's just be very clear. And he doesn't know anything and he's like... Uh, He's just not a good guy. He, he's like the Pizzagate guy. Yeah, basically. he's, he's, he's not like the a, best. He's like a, a fucking liar. He's just a person who lies on the internet. But the media is so thirsty and has such a boner for anything that looks like explanation that they can't help themselves when they see a Cernovich. They're like, let's profile this fuck. Anyhow, sorry. Go yeah, on. no, it's a very good narrative. <laughs> like, it's a great Cern- narrative, Cernovich which is not a story. and Milo and, like, you know, these people on Reddit and the Donald, well, Reddit's the Donald, 
r slash the donald r slash the underscore donald yeah just in case you're looking <laughs> yeah. searching for it and like various twitter <laughs> eggs like propelled donald trump to victory and it there's no evidence that that's the case uh, no, and there's also there's a lot of evidence that people voted down party lines and gerrymandering is really fucking effective. And he only won by 70,000 votes, which is like a, the narrowest goddamn margin you can basically get. Anyhow, go on. Right. And so uh, we wondered for a while, like, how much should we cover this? And I think like last week I was like, OK, I'm just going to do it. So I went searching for the people who make Donald Trump memes. Like, I tried to get as close to the meme vein, the main vein of memes as possible. Yeah. And it took me to Discord, which is this Slack-like uh, chat app that was designed for gamers. It's both voice and chat. Um, and on there, there's this channel called Centipede Central, because Donald Trump followers are called Centipedes. And that, why? Uh, they're nimble navigators. I don't really know. I don't. That's like what they say. Like it, human centipedes. Because they're nerds. Not, because they're nerds. Uh, it's it's just saying. like I, it's, it's, I feel like it's not worth getting into. It's like eight levels of irony and like meme. <laughs> okay. It's it's like okay. unclear. I don't know the answer. People, is, this is by the way. I think evidence that like we we do need to put people back to work in America because like I feel like these people are good evidence of people who aren't working. They're evidence of it's like evidence of people who need jobs, so they have something to fill their time with. This is a, Anyhow, this is a very good point. Uh, yeah, and so I went there, and so like, Trump, in that respect, I agree with Trump. Yes, and so I joined uh, Centipede Central, and I was just like sitting there for a while, and they have this whole channel dedicated. You were, you were lurking. I was lurking. Yeah. I was lurking at first. Now I'm more of a. Uh, You're an active I'm shit in, I'm in with the mods uh, <laughs> who are like actively Nazis, and they love, which is they great. love. Attention, right? Yes, they love attention. So there's this big debate, like, should we amplify their message? Should we, like, by writing about them, you're inherently amplifying them. And that's, like, a concern. And so for a while, we weren't really writing about them. And then it's like, what are we worried about? Like, they already fucking won the election. Like, at this point, I think the goal is to demystify it because it's really incredibly boring what they do. It's boring. It's easy. It's been done a million times by, like, various—anyone who, like, spends any time on any but isn't online the fine, community. But isn't the fine line that, like, you know that and you may write that, but, like, then 60 Minutes is like, the Discord is the epicenter of meme-making that got Donald Trump in the White House. Like, literally, that's probably they're working in the fucking story that's a right good, now. That's a good headline. Do you like that? Is that you can call it headline in TV, I guess. Yeah, but it's, no, like, it's, like a, it's like a... Tag. It's tag. a tag? I don't know what they call it. Ryan, yeah. do you know? A lead. A lead. No. I think it's a tag. It doesn't matter. Anyhow, yeah, the, at the epicenter of the alt-right community that got Donald Trump elected, next thing you know, like, your story is just fodder for some garbage 60 Minutes report. Where they're like, this is why Donald Trump's in office. And then those guys yeah. and those guys are Cernovichian around. They're like, check me out. They're like, check me out, bro. And they're like, you know, pooing and like I don't, whatever yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like raises the question, like, as a journalist, like, what what am I supposed to do? Like, I know that this thing exists. I know that it's boring. It's like I, I may as well report on it. Like, uh, you know, I in college and high school, like, I spent plenty of time on, like, weird message boards and stuff. Like, I—, I I have you seen this became, type of you must behavior. became a pua. I did were... not become I, no 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 no. <laughs> I was it was more like uh, Sorry, ska maybe... message boards and like gaming message boards, very nerdy stuff. We but should it's say, like the same type of thing. Happening we should there. say pua means pickup artist, which is like code for like date rapist, basically. Yeah, but pua um, makes me feel very uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like sorry, the, I didn't the mean per- to... No, it's okay. You can oh, say oh, it. the word pua. Like saying like I don't want to <laughs> yeah. say it. I like it because it sounds <laughs> it sounds really limp, very limp. Pua. Yeah, sounds limp to me. 
But but you know what's funny is like I this is the thing about Pepe is you're talking about like you were on the gaming boards or whatever. I was actually just having this conversation with Adrian about Rick and Morty. A friend of mine was like, oh, I don't like Rick and Morty because it's like I feel like it's like Gamergate people are into that. And I was like, but I really like Rick and Morty. I think it's very funny. And then I was like, wait a second. Is this a Gamergate thing? And it's like these people like what sucks about it is they ruin things. They are literally those people's like you ruined it for the rest of us. Like that is their career. Right. And so our what we want to do is ruin it back to be completely <laughs> honest. Uh, you know, like shine take, a light like on take, it. Just take make it so it. boring. It's just like, oh, I've heard about this. I know about it. Like I like we can talk about this in a minute, but like I was in the di- or we can talk about it now oh, even. Sorry, I'll just, I'll just talk just about it. it. Yeah. Um, so I was in the Discord chat and they made an announcement and they said at 1 p.m. yesterday there was a well sometime this week I don't know when it was uh, there was a French presidential debate mm-hmm. and the Trumpies are very uh, pro Marine Le Pen yeah because she's a racist exactly and Racious so nationalist. And so they wanted to hijack the debate hashtag with Pepe memes, French Pepe memes, mm-hmm. memes uh, that are in French and feature Pepe. La Pepe. La Pepe, yes. And <laughs> la, so, la, no, La Pepe. French frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, that makes sense. That's perfect meme for France. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> and so there's a message post, and it's like, at 1 p.m., everyone use these memes using this hashtag on Twitter, tweet these. Yeah. And it's literally a zip file of 120 pre-vetted memes that some overlords on the Discord chat, chat were like, these are yeah. sufficiently dank to, influ- in- to <laughs> influence the election. A like, user the named Steve Bannon. He <laughs> now has a lot of free time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Steve Bannon is like a shit lord, right? He, he is, is a like shit. an edge lord. The, He's an edge lord. Like. He says cuck. He called Jared Kushner a cuck. No, I know. It's so good. It's, yeah. A cuck and a, and a globalist. Yes. Which is the worst thing you can be. And, and <laughs> what, what a compliment that Jared Kushner would have such an interesting part of his sex life that he would yeah. be a cuck. Well, cuck is, cuck is removed from sex now. It's just yeah. a state yeah. of mind. Cuck. Yeah, he's yeah. a cuck. I'm into it. When people call me a cuck, I'm like, you damn right I'm a cuck. <laughs> Anyhow, go on. Yeah, and so, so they organize these they 120. Organize the, they organize these raids or actions or whatever you want to call them. They're yeah. like, here are the memes. Download them from this website. Like, here's a zip file. It's like on MediaFire or it's whatever. Like, yeah, it's it's like a mega, like, mega download. Yeah, it's like a mega <laughs> download. It's called literally the folder is called French Election it's Memes. So good. It's so good. And it's just like click upload on Twitter. Like t- tweet it. You're done. And like. It doesn't take a lot of effort. It doesn't. It's just like a couple people. There's like some meme geopolitical like alliances formed between like the French Discord channel and the like Centipede Central Discord channel. And it's like next time Donald Trump needs a meme raid, like these people will ask the French nationalists for help yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, if Twitter was shut down, these guys would immediately cease to have any visible power. Correct. I believe so. Like, yeah. like literally within one. In a blink of an eye, these people would cease to exist in reality. It's such a shame. They would go to I Mastodon. Like yeah, ma- yeah, Mastodon I just signed has up. no Nazis. So, let me tell you about Mastodon. I signed up today on Mastodon.club or whatever, which is a different instance. Now I have an account there, but it's not. It doesn't carry over. Yeah, I have one on the bad one as well. I have a like Mastodon.xyz, but I yeah. don't have Mastodon Social. Yeah. Which, if Mastodon takes off, that's going to matter a lot in a couple well, of no, years. But Mastodon Social, there has to be just one or like a single repository of users because 
How the fuck does it work if you have a, a thousand different social networks? Well, they're called federations. Why couldn't you build it like email? I've never understood that. that. Why couldn't there thing. be a social network built like email? Well, That's what this is. I mean, it's like well, you have a Hotmail account or you have an AOL but account. But it isn't. You can interact. You can follow. But you can meet Joshua Topolsky on a completely different Mastodon right. instance with a different fucking email. And the two are not. There's no overlap. But I can be like Jason Kebler on Gmail, and I can be, and someone else can be Jason Kebler on Hotmail. It's yeah. like the same thing, I guess. They're, they're oh, called okay. federations, and no, they, they can interact it's with different. each other. They can interact. No, but it's, they can yes, interact. they interact. Yeah. That's the that's the problem. Is like, well, of course you can send an email to somebody, but the idea of these networks is that you have a permanent sort of like space. Uh, my space is what I would call it, <laughs> you know, or your space. Yeah, but you have that's a permanent a good one. like location. <laughs> Thanks. The, the your space. That's you should start that. You have a. Uh, what was the one that AOL bought? I think it's called the outline. No, was, <laughs> that is my space. That's your space. What is the one that AOL bought? It's called like Bo- Boba or Bebo? Oh, yeah, Bebo. 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 Yeah. That was big in the UK. Yeah, Brazil, sure. Brazil also, I think. Listen, Plurk was the best social network. If you don't know Plurk, you don't, you've never heard of Plurk. That's really, heard, that's really embarrassing. I, you've not never heard, heard of Plurk? Plurk? No, I haven't. Plurk was the shit. God Plurk damn. was the anti- That makes me a casual. It was the anti-Twitter. You don't even know. That's the thing. Yeah. There were, like, com- Twitter competitors. They might have broken through. We could have been all on Plurk right now. Plurk did not take off. What is, is it re-plurking? Is it, do you, yes, do you, you re-plurk? Plurk. So, Plurk, so you know how Twitter's up and down? Plurk yeah. was, like, a sideways. Oh, that's It was, like, terrible. a timeline. That's, that's no, but very, oh. think about timelines. You could go back and forth in time, and there were all these, like, little animal avatars. It kind of presaged stickers in a lot of ways. Hmm. Anyhow, it was not It was not a success. I don't think Mastodon's going to take off. No, it's just not, nothing. <laughs> There, there can be an a alternate something that's better than Twitter, but somebody really has to get their shit together to do it. Yeah, like there could be a new Twitter. Twitter is totally killable. Facebook totally killable, in my opinion. I feel like we're stuck with what we have, which is very naive of me. Why would we like, think that? I don't know. That's like saying we're stuck with we're stuck with the rotary phone. It's just that's the pinnacle of fucking communication. But we did use the rotary. We used like a phone for a hundred years. Yeah, but then we got an iPhone, and now check us out. All right, so now see you on Plurk. Just plurking all day, yeah. Yeah, when VR or augmented reality becomes a thing, like Twitter, if Twitter doesn't jump on that shit or Facebook doesn't jump on it. Did Plurk precede the twerk? Yeah, way, yeah. way earlier. Way, Interesting. way. Interesting. It's P-L-U-R-K. The social uh, network for ass shakers. <laughs> all right, so anyhow, so you infiltrated Centipede Central. Yeah. You got to the beating heart of the Donald Trump meme factory, and inside you found... A bunch of powder. I did. Yeah. So there are basically I'm paraphrasing. like no. There's oh, a bunch of powder. Eh. Uh, there's like three or four people who kind are of you run Canadians. I'm I. I don't know where I picked that up. Are you partially Canadian? I'm not. I'm not. No. But I, I picked <laughs> you it said up. You're from Maryland, but Maryland, Ontario. Maryland, Hun. I believe they say Hun there. Uh-huh, but I'm from like uh, Metro DC, Maryland. We sure. don't have it. We don't have anything interesting there. Do you work with a bunch of Canadian people? I do actually. Yeah. That probably has something to do with it. Yeah. Anyhow, go on. Um, so there's like three or four admins of the Centipede Central Discord. And what they do is they like monitor the chat room. And when people say funny things, and by funny, often this means racist, misogynistic, nationalist, Nazi-esque, mm-hmm. uh, for sustained periods of time and that they think are funny, they tap them on the shoulder and pull them into these private rooms where they are told to make memes. It's like meme workshops. <laughs> Uh, who who are these people? Are they like uh, young men? Uh, I believe them to be young men. I have not. Uh, are there any women involved in these uh, conversations? So currently, one of the moderators of the Donald, which they're 
Centipede Central grew off of the Donald because okay, so Centipede. Just hearing these words out louder and say so. Like, Centipede Central is an out, offshoot of the Donald because the Donald was too restrictive of speech. Like there are too many rules at the Donald, so yeah, it's for like I agree. It's, further it's right people. And then you go on Centipede Central, and there is a rules list, and it says if you're in search for quote freer speech, message this guy, and he'll hook you up. Yeah. So I messaged that guy, uh, and he sent me to this Discord called the portal and the portal uh, this is, so, is good. so tight okay <laughs> this is like everything you're telling me is the best yeah just the best. so the portal has like thousands of other discord servers and like this is where you can get like suit like special mm-hmm. channels for just people who specifically hate muslims and just like channels real, for like really, really, really specific with you can your say hate like really fucked up shit isn't yeah. i just i mean i've read a bunch of things that said discord has a big like child porn problem like this goes deep and dark with this no that doesn't sound right to me hold on uh bunch I of young exp- bunch yeah. of young white dummies who are making memes <laughs> into child porn <laughs> doesn't check out doesn't check out yeah these people suck. They're sucky people. They're not like part of the continuum of progressive human culture. They're part of some other. They're an aberration. Yeah, very, like very it's regressive. An, it is. It is a regressive ab, aberration, and it's like not part of where culture is moving in any meaningful way. And like they hate that. Like I think we're both white. Yeah, whitish. I'm half half Latino. Okay. But, well, you I'm. Know, I, I. I'm appear white. Yes. I'm. A completely Russian, which okay. I don't know them, which means I'll be deported any day now. Um, but like, okay, but your experience in the world is—I mean, it's that of a white man. I'm not like, hey, this yeah. guy, yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah. get him into a camp or something. Um, but like, you know, I think there's just this incredible like threat, this feeling of threat to like white men, and this is the reaction to that feeling of threat, and they are threatened. Like, white men are over; their reign of terror is coming to a close. Yeah, like good. Like I'm I mean, gonna, yeah. I'm going to be unseated at any moment and have to leave the outline. I would be, I would flip out if someone turned God mode off on my game too. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's very good. You should be in here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, my point is, like, I feel like this is all just kind of like the end, the end times for them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what this election was was the last gasp of sort of a regressive culture, was it not? Like, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I think it's um, like, is it? I mean, I think if they go full totalitarianism, I think then maybe not. Yeah, maybe they can. Uh, I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> maybe they can. In, in, well, they can like mesh it for. Well, I mean, I they know, would just essentially like circumvent laws. Yeah, laws, constitution, like the human, human evolution. Yeah. So anyhow, sorry. Yeah, no, it, it's interesting because these memes, like they, they are. Uh, not that powerful. There's not a lot of magic to it. This is like very lame. It's it's a very lame thing that they're doing. I don't think that it uh, really has that much of an effect. And I think it's weird to like say like I talked to like Donald Trump shit posters on Discord. Like I voice chatted with a bunch of Nazis all week. Hey, However, like? uh, I mean they're very polite. They're of the like Richard Spencer frame. Like we are the presentable Nazi. Mm. Um, and it is. It's like concerning to talk to these people and to know that they exist. However, I think it's important, and I, I don't know why. I don't know why I think it's important, but I think that you have to 
like there's nothing special about it. It's like fucking lame. It's stupid. Like yeah. what they're doing is stupid. Like there there's tons of internet communities that make really cool memes elsewhere and they're like not racist. And can you name one? Can I name one? Uh, I really like the surreal memes. Have you seen any surreal no, memes? No, what are those? Surreal can memes. You pull those up, it's Brian? also on Reddit. Uh surreal memes? It's like disembodied heads. Uh and it's it feels like you're on ketamine possibly, which I haven't done ketamine, but I t- I talked to someone I who have. has. And it's, it's great. A, yeah, I didn't. I've done I mean, it. I would don't I don't recommend it. I was very young, and uh, it's really an animal tranquilizer. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. kind of like um the share zone. You know, the no, share zone. That, that, he found a bad one though. That's not it. find one with a disembodied <laughs> head in like various. It's <laughs> like that, disassociative. Does that look like no, just I, internet graphics? Eh, to me? Well, whatever. That, they're good. You don't like Desher Zone? Are you not a Desher fan? Desher Zone's good. I, I do. I do <laughs> yeah. like him. Who is that? Yeah, it's probably a shit let, poster. Let us know. Yeah, it's uh, probably a Donald Trump shit poster. Is what yeah. the reality is. So I've been writing all week, like in very serious, but not not serious. But it, it's weird to say like uh, they're meme geopolitics and uh, there are like meme alliances and shit posting is real. And I've been talking to like various academics about. Uh, the ethics of of memes, which this is me segueing into another thing. I like because like while I was on Discord, like on these various Nazi channels, uh, there there's a lot of shit posted there, and some of it is funny, and some of it's not offensive. Like some of it is like inoffensive and funny. Like it, it like there's a Venn diagram of like racist. They're two separate circles. There's like racist, terrible, and there's like funny not terrible, but they're being made by the same thing, same people. Like, the, the memes that you'll see on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, like, many of those memes are made by, like, Nazis. Like, or, the like, ones, the far right. The ones that are not racist. Yeah, just, like, normal memes that are, like, like, there's one that I really like that's, like, Drake's head photoshopped on, like, this absurdly busty woman. Uh, and I don't it's like a very good Photoshop and it's pretty funny. There's like some croc memes going around There's like various dank weed memes uh, that have nothing to do with like uh, Things that we would don't consider they? or do we not know well, so it's unclear I guess maybe uh, and so I th- Like I got on discord like maybe a month ago and I've been talking to various like meme scholars about whether it's problematic to uh, source your memes from Nazis if they're like if you believe them to be like fine. Oh, so if I want to be ahead of the curve on like getting lots of RTs, yeah, exactly. Like, no, I, I could I mean, go. I, I could go on Discord and get some like early memes yeah, that exactly. are not racist. Yes, from racist. That's exactly what. Yes, and then like I could, be, I could be like some drill, do some drill shit. Yeah, and yeah. like get some really hot memes going, and people be like, "This guy's got fucking amazing memes. He's got a dank meme stash. Where yeah. is he getting his memes? Yeah, and like but you Discord. don't have to say. And it's like, oh, I got them straight from the fucking source. So like, that's I what's actually it. happening. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. uh, smart. So, so I had this like ethical quandary like is it okay to do this it seems very like i it seems like i should not be doing this did you do it yeah i mean i've been tweeting like memes taken from discord for like a couple weeks and, and they, get, get, getting a lot of good uh a lot of good engagement got a lot, a lot of rts, likes, a lot of RTs. Yeah, a lot yeah. rts interesting and i see those same memes later on reddit or facebook or twitter like do people not call you out for it or are they not like they don't know where they come from but nobody is nobody's aware of the fact that you're just boosting these from people on discord 
I don't think so. <laughs> no, so I'm, not, are, I'm not. I'm not like making them myself. They're just like nonstop. They're just like memes. chatting all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, interesting thing. See what on, I'm talking about with the job situation here in, in this country? Yeah. So on the centipede. How Central, many of them are actually from America? Uh, a lot of them are from America, I think. There's some of them are British. A lot of British people. The British. We gotta uh, keep our eyes on them. Yeah. They the also British do voice are... chats. There's a lot, a lot of like voice chats. Like they're doing a D and D game in the Donald Trump. Uh, a Dungeons and Dragons. A Dungeons and Dragons game, Dragons okay. game uh, in the. In the, the Donald AD, Trump. AD and D, or did, have they just like converged all that into one world? Advanced uh, Dungeons and Dragons oh. versus Dungeons and Dragons. I think it must be just be one thing now. Probably. I'm, I'm old sure. enough that I can t- speak with some authority about the existence of both of those. Yeah. They're also Anyhow, doing like on. public readings of Art of the Deal, which so if you want to like hear someone like read you Art of the Deal, like you could go on there and just like sit around. I, Here's what I really not think. My best I think there time, was a but... time in the world when like you know you had to go and work. You know, or you die of hunger. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to wonder if maybe we you know, <laughs> need to get back to that on a kind of a global scale. Like, I yeah. feel like what I'm hearing about are people who really do in every way have way, way too much time on their hands. Like It's like yeah. having no sense of community. And then you find something and if you're at all mentally ill. You want it to be like as like all enveloping as possible and like we're not like treating how, either of those things like how i felt after avatar after i saw avatar and i was like why can't i live in this world <laughs> remember that do you remember that phenomena cnn did a story yeah about everyone it? wanted to live in fucking avatar yeah <laughs> did you feel that way when I, you saw avatar? I, I didn't like avatar that much i don't know like I, it seemed like a cool world but like i didn't like the movie very much what was so was cool like, about the avatar. writing is they very had bad a, they had a tree internet i don't understand is james cameron still making more they, he's yeah. making yeah. Like yeah. Nine they more avatar theme park yeah avatar world good it's coming in next year, it's I like think. It's so long ago. It's already opening. It it's is. in May, yeah. May. That's I don't know why May. they built that. Can you imagine spending so much time on Avatar World? Is that what it's I called? Mean, it's how's it any uh, different from Pandora. spending time on like Animal Kingdom? That's called Pandora. Yeah, oh. I know that from hating it. Oh yeah, that's, that's the name of the, the, yeah, yeah, the planet. Yeah. The yeah. Navi, right? It's the Navi. The Navi. You yeah. can go and become a Navi on Pandora. I understand in the in the theme park. I see. You I see. actually be, you do the Avatar thing. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, so we should we should probably. I don't know what, can, how. Can how, we like yes. very briefly just like, yes, of end, like end this thread about the ethics of because uh, I I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm not a Nazi. I feel like <laughs> I stomped. I know. See, I feel like I stomped all over. No, your... you didn't. You didn't. So I like reached. There's like various. Uh, People at Harvard's Berkman Center uh, who have studied who are Nazis who are yeah no, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, and I was like is this uh, first I preface the email like I'm so sorry I'm asking you this question is it ethical to source dank memes from Nazi meme mimes like mines yeah. is that okay and they're like actually this is like a long running question uh, in the art world in the philosophy world etc like. Uh, there are various like Nazi philosophers who have like actual Nazis from like Germany in the 1940s who have, like, impact on philosophy today, and I am blanking on the name, but, like, people uh, worry about whether they're able to cite them, like, with a clear conscience. Well, this is, right, this is like, um, can an awful person have occasionally good ideas? Yeah, basically, (laughs) Basically and and it's like, yeah, and so I actually spoke to them a lot, and uh, they they basically said, as long as you're sure that you're not spreading, like, hidden messages. So like as long as you're sure that the croc memes don't have some like anti-Semitic undertones, then what you're doing is you're possibly making it 
lame. Like you're making their their memes lame because you're spreading it in the mainstream, right. and like then they will like hate you, and that like that's fine. But they it's have like to a, make, you're like they have to make, their spot. And they have like, to make like danker memes after that. I guess yeah. Their memes become increasingly dank. Yeah, which is good for all of us I, if they're not, if they're not offensive. I think what you're describing is sort of like. And this is going to sound really bad when I say it, okay? So I just want to prep everybody for <laughs> for a possible edit, okay? <laughs> but you're kind of – it's kind of like the Bible, right? You're sort of like – it's like the Bible. If you're not a religious person, there's a lot of shit in the Bible. You're like, this is fucking totally awful and screwy. But then there's things in the Bible where you're like, you know, love your neighbor and be a good – but I don't know what's in the Bible because I don't fuck with that. But, you know, like things like be a <laughs> good person, don't, don't do a murder, uh, you know, like <laughs> don't covet, don't covet, don't covet your neighbor's wife or what, you know, it's, yeah. like, it's kind of like good life lessons. Like yeah. you could, is it like, do, can you separate out the religion from like kind of good advice? Yeah. I think it's, it's a similar argument, it right? It is. It's like an age old question. I mean, yeah. and, and so... There's no like clear this. answer. I read the Bible to I'm Nazis. just gonna this say, can just... you get some dank memes from the old test? Well, you definitely <laughs> fucking can't. You definitely can't. Like, in fact, why aren't there more Bible memes? There probably are. I bet it's like a Facebook. That's a story curve. for you, yeah. right there. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's like out in the yeah. open. I I, th I don't know. I think it's important that we take memes seriously, just because like is I it? Don't, I, well, why not? Why not? I mean, what's the most important meme that has ever existed to you? Oh God. Uh, I don't. I don't really get it. what I, meme I, has changed. Okay, I, I've got to be honest. I got to be honest. I'm an impartial journalist. I don't like any memes. Yeah. Uh, and I think that you really, they're you all take lame. them seriously. This is a very yeah. sixty minutes attitude you've yeah, got. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> like, we don't understand yeah. this. So I have, care about uh, even the Szechuan sauce you, ones. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Has there ever been a meme that has meant anything and done anything? Uh, well, so. Occupy Wall Street was a meme, po was it? quite possibly. Like was the ninety nine percent was a meme. Like. If you read there, there's books about memes. Like there's a book written called "World Made Meme" by a guy named Ryan Milner who got his PhD writing this book, uh, That's and a good way he to do it. argues, yes. So he argues that you know Occupy Wall Street is a meme. Like Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is, is a, that meme. a meme. Like, though? What, what is a meme? hashtag? It, but a hashtag's not a meme. Yeah, I, I, I mean, th this is like. Richard is, Dawkins, who fuckhead, but uh, you I know he, he coined meme, oh, yeah. and it's like so a unit of uh, you know cultural like genetics. Essentially, Wait, did and you see like, the Slenderman documentary? No, I haven't seen it. Oh my god, they talk to him in it. No, and they talk about Why? Slenderman because they like want to understand memes, and he says, "Yeah, it's like it's like ge genetic pairs." He he's like, "It's cultural genetic pairs." So basically, everything's a meme. It was essentially him it's, expanding the thing he invented to encompass everything. Well, everything can't be. It a has meme. no definition. It, it's not bad him. though because it's things that like mutate and people add to it, etc. It's like a it's a good. I know so what, maybe, what maybe, else meme, is, like, maybe meme is like a actually a bad idea, like a broken idea, because maybe these are just ideas that needs like improvement. Well, maybe. are they just ideas that people like? Meme take? is a social construct. But is is yeah. is a meme just an idea that people take and then kind of remake and they're in it in their own in a form that's bet that's more suited to them or that they prefer? I mean, isn't that mm -hmm. just like all of human knowledge? Yeah, is it yeah. just? Like, I mean, like the Bible was probably the Bible. Meme. Well, like, no, but to, yeah. to the point of the Bible, the Bible was passed down and fucking mutated yeah. and altered. So if that's a meme, then I, I feel like we shouldn't even be talking about memes because they don't exist. Yeah, and like All a lot of people think memes are like meme. this image with like white impact text on top and bottom, but like clearly 
that we've evolved that's past like a, that. It's like that's like a two. That's like an early two thousands internet yeah. variant. Yeah, but that's not like an actual meme. Right. I can't believe I blanked on that meme question. I still don't have an answer for you. I you feel like that's like the, a the job interview question. Most... It's like, what's your what what books do you read? I'm like, I don't read books. I like them all. You don't. Some, what you don't about ALS? No, I, I do. I'm just saying. Didn't that actually really help people with ALS? I don't think it did. It did. Like they they raised I the fucking challenge. Money. Definitely a meme. It's in the book. It's in the <laughs> meme book. No, it's in a book. <laughs> by all by all memes, it must be real. Um, oh, I was surprised when I found out that that helped actual people, but I think it did. Uh, okay, that's interesting. You really see, I mean, how bad it has to be to be helpful. <laughs> you know, <laughs> look at how far you have to get for something that's funny and interesting to be I helpful. I nominate Hodakot B. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing. Ugh, humanity is truly doomed. Anyhow, Jason, I think this is a good place to leave it. Yes. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Me too. Thank and you we were, for having me. Thank you for coming. We were all over the place, but that's kind of how I like yeah, it. Yeah, I've always wanted someone to have me on a podcast where I could just talk about the things I like for an hour. Oh, really? I don't I don't get to do that <laughs> on my podcast. I have to let other people talk about the things they well, like, so, so tell, I appreciate it. As your pitch here, as your sort of like plug for all your right, thing. So tell I have us. two podcasts. Wow, okay. I know, it's too many podcasts. It's too many. One is called Radio Motherboard, which is kind of like this. We talk uh, about things in science and technology. It's Webby-nominated, whatever that means. Okay, vote for it. <laughs> Webby's. Dear, it's please, got a God, I have to. I have to say that. Uh, and the other one is called Plus Plus Podcast. It's all one word, uh, all squished together, which makes it almost impossible to find like the on word anything. plus and plus put together. And then podcast also. Oh, it's like plus, re- plus, it podcast. was a very bad decision by me. And what's that about? Uh, that one is like we go out in the field and report because I don't do all my reporting on the internet. I go places sometimes. So Like a reporter. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's exciting. And so we have an episode coming out tomorrow or probably will be out when you listen to this yeah. uh, about uh, right to repair. So if you cared about the things at the beginning, uh, I followed some uh, right to repair activists in Albany, uh, New York, as they lobbied lawmakers trying to get their uh, bill passed. I don't want to spoil it, but did they get it? Do they do it? Not yet. No, you shouldn't have Still told going. me. You should have Still said, going. Yeah, you got to tune in. I mean, oh, God. I, we'll edit that out. We'll bleep uh, it. You'll have to wonder. God, yeah. Anyhow, Jason, thank you so much for being here, and you've got to come back um, next time you find, like, a new set of shit lords. Yeah, I'm all— Edgelords, edge lords, shit lords, what do you call them? I call them meme lords, uh, but meme uh, lords, okay. they're also edge lords, I believe. Yeah, yeah. edge lords. Mostly it, meme am lords. I just, am I just blending shit posting and edge lord together to call them shit lords? Shit lords is good, though. It is good. I like it. I've been using that. Is that not a thing? I think it is. I think it might be a different thing, I though. I think I invented it. Kind of like a, it's, But you can meme it if you'd like. I will, yeah. Okay, good. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. But unfortunately, I've just found out that an edgelord on Centipede Central has made your family into an extremely dank meme. And now they've been publicly shamed all across Twitter.